You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked on BC. I'm your host, AJ Black. Hope you all are doing well. I think I got cut off at the beginning and I'm going to say it again. This was the biggest weekend for BC football recruiting. I'm going to get into why it was a big deal on today's show. Now, if you were paying attention to last week's episode, I had said that BC was hosting their first weekend of official visitors. Official visitors are guys that have already probably visited or maybe because of uh, cost or distance or not able to get on campus. An official visit is limited by the amount the school can hold. I think the school can hold like 48, 49 visitors through an entire school year. So the school has to be specific. Well, for this weekend, BC picked 12 recruits to come on campus. And going into this weekend, BC had one commitment exiting this weekend. BC has one commitment. So the hope that we would see, you know, Jeff Halfley with the let's go Eagle emoji or, um, you know, some big news coming out hasn't happened yet. And that's the key word here yet, because if you, as you all know, I am the Eagle insider over at two, four, seven sports. I know that BC is in good shape because I have placed multiple crystal balls this weekend. And I know that there's other guys that I believe will be committing soon as well. So what did this weekend entail? Guys get on campus on Friday. They do the whole, they go out to dinner. They, they meet the staff. They do all that good stuff. They leave on Sunday we start to see the pictures start to pop up on it on Twitter. We see them talking about how the weekend went, you know, those, you can take those for what it's worth. They say that about everything. It's when you get to know the players and get to know what they say that you start to understand where things are going. Right. So I placed, I work for two, four, seven. So I know a lot of you recruit Knicks out there like this kind of stuff. I placed two crystal balls this weekend for two visitors. Okay. And you can see, I mean, I mean, my, my Eagle insiders out there, they got this a couple days ago. They know exactly who I put in there, but I'll give you the first one. Kamori Dixon from um, George Washington Academy in Virginia. He, I put in a, a crystal ball. I've heard things are in really well during his visit. I know he was really high on BC going into this. I don't see any late suitors. I think he's got some decent offers, but I think BC is in shape to close on him. Just haven't seen it happen specifically yet. So he's one. The second one I did just put up on Eagle Insider. So I'm going to have to tease that one. If you have, if you want to find out who I put the crystal ball in, become a VIP member. $42 for the entire year. You get my expert knowledge. I, Folks, I'm telling you, on Saturday night, Saturday afternoon, 
I was at Chuck E. Cheese for a birthday party. Don't ever do that. Don't ever go to Chuck E. Cheese. If you remember it as a kid, it's 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 worse than you remember. But I'm there at Chuck E. Cheese. And my kids are playing the games. They're doing the casino stuff, which is 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 hor- horrific there. And I am on my phone the entire day. I am talking to the staff. I'm talking to recruits. So if you become an Eagle Insider for $40, you get all my knowledge. You get everything I know. And if you guys are already an Eagle Insider, hit it up in the comment section so the folks that aren't know that it's worth it. Go sign up today. But anyways, sidetrack here, folks. I got myself off on a tangent here. What I wanted to say was that earlier, at the beginning of this month, I made one prediction, and I made it on this show, too, that I said BC is going to land 10 commitments out of this group that's coming up on um, that was on this this month. And I am absolutely well ahead of pace on what's going to happen because yes, we haven't seen anything specific, but I know that there's commitments. Okay. So for the folks out there, sometimes you get a commitment that comes up and the staff is tweeting out the emojis and you're seeing a guy and you're like, Oh yeah. Hallelujah. They got it. I go back to Drew Kendall, right? Remember when Drew Kendall came and they had the, the uh, undertaker GIF and all that good stuff. I, they're also commitments that go underground, right? So there, there, there are commitments I, you know, that I think are going to happen out of this weekend that folks may not know about right away. And that could be a a variety of reasons. The the kid picks a date that they want to commit to last year. There was a kid that he wanted his friends to create a video for it. It took freaking forever. There's going to be commitments coming out of this group that just came this weekend. I'm telling you right now, and I'm not, and for the folks, I, I get crapped on in the comment section about this. Like, you know, AJ, you're, no, no, I'm telling you as a journalist, as someone who covers this team, as a fan, it's going to happen. Okay. You're going to get good news out of this weekend and you just wait. You can thank me later. Okay. So I think this was a big weekend for BC. Now, looking at recruiting news from across the country, a couple of big targets of BCs. <laughs> there, there's my buddy, football fan. No one is more positive about halfway recruiting than AJ. Even Chuck E. Cheese can't inf- interfere with his passion. Hold on a second. I, I'm not positive about Halfley. My God. Like, I'm not saying that this is going to be like this killer class. I'm just telling you what I know. Okay, F- football fan. I'm getting crapped on in the comment section right here. I'm telling you what I know as someone who is connected to the program and the recruits. Okay. So that's my thoughts. And yes, Chuck E. Cheese can't interfere with my passion. I, I actually wish there was more going on. So I didn't have to listen to more of that stuff. But anyways, the names, you've got some players that were are around the camp on around other schools as well. The, the big one, Henry Hasselback. Obviously, the son, the son of Matt Hasselback was at Michigan State this weekend. And I heard the visit exceeded expectations. That being said, I have a crystal ball for Henry to come to BC, and I'm not moving off of that yet. I may. I may if I hear other things about other visits. But right now, he's still my quarterback for BC. Other name, Abina Anwuka. 
son, uh, yes, son, brother of Chibuzi and Luca was at West Virginia. He loved it too. But here's the key. And this is the key with BC recruits too. When they go on an official visit, if they say all that stuff and they don't commit, I think of that as a good sign. Like if, if a, if a player is that floored with a program, they will commit. They're not just going to post it on Twitter. They will commit. So I think when I see Hasselback say that Hasselback, I didn't think of what he said is all that great, but whatever. And Wuka, same thing. I still think that there's still a chance that BC, you know, I think I, I would put Hasselback as a, as a really strong BC lean and, and Wuka, it's going to have, we're going to have to wait to see what happens there. But you know, with Wisconsin lurking, that one's a tough one, but in a moment, there are two names that I want to go over that weren't on for official visits. There are names you're going to want to know about because they are very important. We'll get into those in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about our good old friends at FanDuel. Now, it's the NBA playoffs. And if you like watching Caleb Martin fart all over the place right now after he absolutely eviscerated the Celtics, as I want to cry into my... Uh, coffee every morning when I read the recaps, then you want to go over to FanDuel because right now new customers get a no sweat first bet of up to $2,500. That's right. $2,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win. Now, if you want to go over there, you've seen enough out of the, out of the heat. You're thinking the, the nuggets are going to go crush them. They're going to cover, you know, you could take the unders on Caleb Martin scoring or the over on Jimmy Butler or on, or, or Jokic, Jokic, uh, Jokic. You can go over to FanDuel, get all those odds instantly. The safe and secure, easy day. They can create promotions too. Like, as I said, with the new customer, no sweat first bet, you, it's easy to get involved and get paid instantly as well. Now visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet of up to $2,500. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. This is Locked On BC AJ Black. For you baseball fans out there, I see you. I see what you got to say. And I'm telling you, I will get to baseball in the third segment. I promise you that. And I got a lot to say about what's going on with the BC baseball team. We'll get into what what uh, where their current state is in just a moment. But I want to get into recruiting because there was other important recruiting news that happened with BC football this weekend. First of all, Marty Party asked a great question in the comment section that I want to get into because I didn't ask, I didn't have it in my notes, but it's something that's really important. He said, I drove by BC earlier today and saw about 50 to 100 kids doing football drills with the coaches. Yep. BC football actually has a, a number of camps on campus. They had two this weekend. They had a specialist camp, so that was kicking camp. I think that was on Saturday. And they had an elite camp today. Uh, and which led them to offer and made me feel extremely old. Someone from the class of 2028, I believe they're in eighth grade, but that's, I mean, that's what college football has turned into, right? So they had a whole bunch of guys on campus. They were doing drills. They were doing all sorts of stuff. Uh, so Marty, you did see it. And they got a couple more coming up and these are interesting. These are where sometimes they find guys either for the future that they want to offer and get involved with. Or they also get guys that um, that they are more fringy types of players, right? Uh, so we'll 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 see what happens from that. I haven't seen any new twenty four offers come from the camp, but 
we'll have to wait and see. Now, the other piece that came up this weekend was there is a new set of top lists, and I always love these, that included one offensive lineman, which I know folks are really excited about, and a four-star wide receiver. So let's get into this. First name you're going to want to know about is Jack Hines. He's the guy on our screen right now if you're on YouTube. He is from Avon Old Farms in Connecticut. He had a top four that came out of Florida, Boston College, Rutgers, and Wake. Now, he was just on campus with on Wake Forest this weekend. Didn't commit, but he was on his official visit. He also has an official visit set up for Florida. And he had one set up for Kentucky. He canceled that. He also has one he's hoping to set up with BC. He just hasn't set up a date yet. So local kid, good offer list. I'm curious how serious Florida is on him. Not uh, not ragging on the kid. I'm just saying, you know, I I think he might be a guy that, you know, they're always like top four stars types of guys. But you never know. You never know. So he's he is uh, should be on campus probably later on in this month, but he top four for for them. So that was one. The other name that popped up, and this is the one I think fans are going to go berserk over, is Keonde Henry. Keonde Henry is a wide receiver from Texas. He released a top eight that included Purdue, Old Miss, Vanderbilt, um, Boise State, Stanford, and Boston College. He is the number 200 recruit in the country, a four-star, uh, one of the top wide receivers, and he's got BC in his list. And now you say top eight, right? You're like, who cares? They, you know, these lists are kind of pointless, but there's more to it with Henry than just a list. Because even before he put that out, I knew BC was really high on him, and he was really high on BC because he's got an official visit coming to BC this weekend. He's coming to BC for the ninth. So he's going to be on campus. He's using one of those visits. So some of these other schools he's high on, he's only got official visits to Purdue and BC right now. So BC's in really good shape. And the reason I wanted to bring this up, this is a kid from Texas. You, I mean, most folks love recruits from Texas. And believe me, when I hear people comp- bellyaching about Massachusetts recruits, give me Texas recruits every day plus Sunday. That's where I'm at. I, I mean, Texas is a whole other ball game out there and they're starting to BC starting to to really um, starting to really open some eyes down there. And the reason why Henry is a name you're going to want to watch for. And the reason why they're in contention. And I think in really good contention is wide receivers coach, Daryl Wyatt. And we've talked about him before. Wyatt is doing a heck of a job with some of these Texas wide receivers it's not just Henry. They just had Tyson Turner, who's a borderline four-star wide receiver on campus. Love love where BC stands with him. They have Josiah Martin, who BC's battling Alabama and a few other schools for. There's Ernest Campbell, who has obscene speed, like, like track star speed. And there's others. There's Heath McCree. There's, you know, there are like, basically you have for the wide receiver group for BC right now, in terms of the class 24, you have um, Tristan Ward from Massachusetts and then a whole crud load from Texas. It's all because Daryl Wyatt, who was an assistant coach at Texas before has amazing rapport with the coaches down there. 
He's killing it. So this is this is a, a situation well worth watching. These wide receivers that he's going after in Texas aren't just like borderline three stars. These guys are borderline four stars, all of them with major offers. And I think it's really exciting to see where they're going with that. So Keontae Henry is is the cream of cream of the crop, but it depends on what you're looking for. I mean, Ernest Campbell is is the one with the, with the elite speed. There's, I mean, they, they've got things all over the place. It depends on how they want to land on this. I think that's a really interesting one. And again, go to Eagle Insider, become a member right now. Get there. You'll, I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy being a member, knowing some of the stuff that we we're putting up. Okay, enough football. I see a lot of folks out here probably in rain delay mode as they want to talk about BC baseball. And I have been following along all weekend long and I got some thoughts. I got some thoughts of what's going on with this team and what's where they're going to go from here. We'll get all to that in just a moment. This is locked on BC AJ black. Thank you. All of you out there that have made locked on BC your everyday experience. If you're an everydayer, you guys are the men and the women that make this podcast everything that it is right now. And if you make this your first listen, you know, thank you too. You guys are you guys are amazing as well. Um, we, as I said, we are now in June. This is where I get to take a little bit of a breather here. We will be back on Wednesday. Okay, we're going Monday, Wednesday, Friday, up until August when camp starts. Oh my God, we're getting back into football season soon. So just make sure you note that. All right, baseball. So BC starts the Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa Regional against Troy on Friday, and the pitching was 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 not very good. <laughs> they fall behind, and the batting, though, my God, Joe Vetrano is on another level right now. He had, uh, you know, I, I saw a stat, and this was before the second Troy game. He had four home runs in the first two games of the, of the uh, regional um, tournament BC's hitting, like even with BC's pitching, just not pitching well, almost brought BC back in that game, which was incredible because Troy, I mean, we said this on the podcast, there was a bunch of guys on that lineup that are really good. And, and it, they showed it on Friday. So BC falls down, you know, they, they had the, they had the tying run up, in the go-ahead run, I believe, in, in the bottom of the ninth, and, and weren't able to, to to bring him home. They go into the loser's bracket, and it seemed like they took it personal <laughs> because they pounded Nichols in the first game. Nichols just, uh, they, they didn't look like they belonged. They let up five home runs to BC. BC smokes them and moves on to Sunday's game. Now, Sunday, they're still in the loser's bracket, they get Troy again. And this game was the complete opposite of Friday's game. It was like you could take like an image of it and it was like the complete opposite of the other game. You had on Friday, it was a it was, you know, a mashem game where everyone's hitting, everyone's, you know, launching home runs and both teams can't get outs. Friday, Sunday's game was a pitcher's duel. And Schroeder or Schrader, Eric Schrader comes in and after John West, who also had a good game and the two of them shut down Troy. And then they're up one, nothing on a leadoff home run uh, by uh, Barry Walsh, 
who led the game off with a home run. That was it until later in the game when BC manufactured three runs on some really good base running um, by, by the Eagles. They manufactured four runs. They, so they, they're up four nothing. They let up one run in the bottom. They eliminate Troy. Troy, they get their revenge. So that's great. However, because of college baseball rules, they have to win two more games because Alabama is undefeated and it's a double elimination. So BC has to win two in a row to defeat the Crimson Tide. And as we record this, it's 933. The game, I believe, has not started yet. I haven't looked recently. Uh, They just took the tarp off. Uh, The game is starting soon. But can BC win? They are starting Roman, Andrew Roman, one of their relievers as a starter. This is not uncommon in college baseball. It's not that weird. They're just going to have to patch together a start here. That's potential. You have potential to win. Alabama hasn't lost yet. You go past that, you play tomorrow in a must-win game again. Who do you start? Um, so I, I, that's a big question. I don't know. You know, the, the, the starter from Roger Williams, he's hurt. He, he left with an oblique injury, and we don't know what his, um, his status is. You know, you can't pitch – you can't pitch – you can't pitch West again. So can Chris Flynn go? I don't know. That's going to be tough. That's going to, this, this is a big mountain to climb for BC winning three games in two days. And it just shows you what college baseball puts such an advantage on the winning team. Like once you, like once you fall behind, unless, unless the rest of the, the, the bracket like implodes on itself, you have, you have to do a ton to win. And you just look around the country right now. Auburn, who was a fraud and should have never hosted, they're gone. Clemson, who just won the ACC, is gone. Villain- Vanderbilt, who is a, always a national contender, gone. BC has a big opportunity here. If they beat Alabama, buckle up because they got Wake Forest. Who is they, I, every time I turn I turn on one of the games, they're up like fifteen to one. They're they're playing at another level right now. But you got to get past Alabama. And then anything can happen. So we'll have to see. Like, if you're staying up tonight, the game is on ESPN Plus. You get to check that out. We'll have more of this on Wednesday. We'll talk. We'll talk a brief wrap up of this, and hopefully, we'll have a special guest on Wednesday show that I think you guys are going to really enjoy. And we'll leave you a little teaser there. This is AJ Black. Thank you all so much for listening to today's show. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button. And make sure you are following us there for any new episodes. Follow me on Twitter at AJBlack247, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.